It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Life Hair Boutique, The Peer Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at MeSports. And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app. Just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. Sports Show, your host, Rashawn Myers. I tell you what. Governor's Cup Saturday, it went down live in Lexington. We are literally just pulling up back in town uh, after an amazing, amazing performance by the University of Louisville, uh, heading down to Lexington. And I tell you what, man, after so many, you know, the, this this season has almost been like, you know, a, 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 you know, what the, the as the world turns, oh, the man. young and the restless, At the bold and the beautiful. Mean. You know what I'm saying? Name days the soap of opera. They, these are the days of our lives. lives. They are. You know, days of the Cardinals' lives. Man. You know, it, it's it's been ups and downs, plot twists. You know what I'm saying? People stabbing other people in the back. Just a little bit of everything. But uh, the Cardinals were able to, you know, finish off the season on a high note. Uh, they get the win in the Governor's Cup, 44-17. Just absolute destruction death doom and destruction you know haven harrington his favorite saying is death doom and destruction and <laughs> there was a whole lot of that uh you know uh, that you know out there the cardinals got it done and lamar jackson is it's not like we scored the on man. every drive oh oh wait we did we did scored, we scored on every, every drive every drive it was like scored literally like louisville literally scored on every drive and finished the game driving once again with mm-hmm. puma pass in the lineup and Passing. was ready to score again like Kentucky's defense was not ready. They, you know, we was listening to the song on the way back down. You don't want them cards. Yeah, we were. Well, I listened on the way up. But Kentucky we on the way definitely up. did not want none of them cards, and they got it done. So uh, everybody went home happy. Olivia, um, you know, you of course uh, you, you pulled double duty for the main event sports show. You handled things from the sidelines. What what, what did you see? Um, you know, as far as just from the fan perspective. From the start, the big there was a big fight. Just kind of, what what were your impressions of the game? Well, from the fan perspective, I mean, the energy was pretty hyped up at the beginning um, on both sides. The Louisville fans obviously stayed hyped up, but I tell you what, I did hear on the sidelines. I did already hear it near the end of the game. Wait till basketball season. I'm like, <laughs> we are just now hitting the fourth quarter. Like, come on now, let's not let's not do that. But oh, I, they did that already. I mean, there was that big uh, scuffle on the sideline with Lamar, but. Um, I mean, it was pretty chippy, honestly, the whole time. Like they pulled him, they pulled Lamar out of bounds th- with his helmet. I mean, you could hear yelling and, and smack talk a little bit, which is expected. But you know, it was a little bit more for the rivalry. But um, I mean, it was a great environment down there. I wore my Patriots hoodie, and not a good time to wear blue. But everybody down there had their card stuff on, which you know, I was a little upset I didn't get that memo because I, w- I, I would have went down there with bells <laughs> and whistles on. You know, you already know that. Yeah, well, you know, they always tell us that, you know, you don't, uh, you know, there's no cheering in the press box. And, uh, you know, you yeah, I understand that. And, and wear your colors. You don't wear, you know, your team colors. You're supposed to be professional. Um, but but I know. didn't get the memo that we could be unprofessional today. So <laughs> I would have. I would have totally joined it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it was definitely a, di- a different environment. What, what, was, what, was the, what was the fan, you know, what was it like early? 
Uh, Early know, it was, I mean, it was forth. hyped up on, on both sides. But, I mean, you could also, like like I said, it was chippy on the field. You could tell it was chippy in the stands as well. But you saw, you know, red scattered through. We had a one little sliver of a section. But, I mean, we were loud and proud the whole time. So, I mean, I was proud of the little fans that came out. And, you know, I was proud of the Kentucky fans that came out as well, you know, to see hmm. the dominance that we did. So, Rashawn, Olivia, so what does this mean for Louisville right now as it's headed into the uh, bowl season? So what are they talking about? What's the deal with the latest with uh, Lamar Jackson? Is he going? Is he staying? Well, I, I tell you what. First of all, I, I'll handle the first question first. Um, as far as the bowl tie-ins are concerned, um, we won't know anything until Bobby Petrino actually kind of addressed it. That they mm-hmm. they used to actually hand out the bowl invitations a little early. Oh wow! Um, but that's before uh, you know the playoffs got enacted and started doing things like that. So. Um, they have to actually wait until after it's decided on who's actually going to make the playoff because depending upon who makes the playoff is going to depend on who falls, uh, okay. who falls to what bowl. Okay. Which won't be until about, what, next Sunday? It'll be next Sunday. Next Sunday. Yeah, it'll be so after the championship game. So that's a decent little uh, victory. Uh, what are they, 8-4? Eight and four, eight and four? Uh, that's pretty decent season. Eight and four. That's pretty they, decent. they finished 8-4. and four. They won their last three games after being 5-4 and four on the brink of you know, possibly a losing <laughs> season. They they turned it around. But if if the bowls were to hold out, as long as Clemson beats South Carolina this evening, I would expect that it would it, the winner of the ACC championship mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. either Miami or Clemson, would go to the playoff. Um, then the loser of that game would be the ACC's representative in their top bowl tie-in, which is the Orange Bowl. Okay. Okay. And then the the third team can be literally any other team in the ACC. It doesn't okay. ha- it doesn't go by who's ranked the highest or you know whatever have you. It's either going to be the highest or whatever the first ACC team or Notre Dame as long as Notre Dame hasn't played in that bowl in the last hmm. four years. So Louisville, I think, is going to have an opportunity to go to one of those top top bowls like the Tax Slayer Bowl it used to be called the Gator Bowl. Wow. Um, they're going to have a chance to go to the Gator Bowl. I think uh, a lot of that will come the, with the attraction of Lamar and yes, Lamar pulling it down. It, ex- exactly. Yeah. I've heard the Pinstripe Bowl up in New York playing at Yankee Ooh. Stadium. I've heard that's had a uh, you know opportunity. I think Miss Olivia likes that option. Well, Lamar, they did say they want to play somewhere warm, so you know. Yeah, but Lamar and them, they, they wasn't feeling trying to go up north for, for a bowl game. Yeah, uh, and I then I've also heard the Sun Bowl okay. uh, down in El Paso, Texas. Okay. So um, I think those are probably the three most reasonable guesses uh, to where they're going to go, but we mm-hmm. won't know anything until next mm-hmm. week. So uh, it's, it's going to be a wait and see. But, you know, it's, it's very exciting to finish off the way that they did. Um, Louisville, you know, w- we've been very critical uh, of the defense, mm-hmm. uh, Peter Sermon and what's been going on. Um, and I think deservedly so. But you know what? The defense stepped up. They came back. Uh, they got it done. Um, you know, I, I can't really take much away from them. Uh, they found a way to, to get it turned around. You know, there were question marks because, ah, uh, was it just Syracuse because Syracuse sucks? It wasn't, right. you know, just Virginia because Virginia sucks. Um, but they came out there, and Kentucky had 10 points mm-hmm. in the first half. They, they ended up getting a, a quick field goal at the very end of the half. Mm-hmm. And then they kept that 10 points until Benny Snell was playing against the backups at the end of the game. Right. Well, I could tell, like, just being on the sidelines all season, especially, like, the Boston College game, the defensive players were on the side, you know, cursing each other out, like, not clicking, like, fighting rather than vibing. And the past few games they've been gelling. You can tell they're getting along more. So, And they even said in the press conference today that the leaders finally stepped up a little bit more. So yeah. I think that has been the big difference. Absolutely. And, and now, got our man William Wright once again in the studio with us. 
Now, Let Billy, here, I, I call him Billy. I, I know him from back I don't in call the him day. Billy. I call him Billy. <laughs> so, no, I don't so, call him that. So, <laughs> and, I, and I'm still not allowed to call him Jay Hazard. Uh, Mr. Hazard. Mr. So what's your intake on, t- on tonight's game, uh, Will, man? How, 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 how did you receive it? And, I mean, it was a great win, great victory. Of and course, it was a wonderful victory. And, and not just for the fact that they were playing Kentucky. But, again, just as they were just stating, mm-hmm. it showed people that it wasn't just the fact that Virginia sucked and it wasn't just the fact that Syracuse hmm. sucked. It's the fact that Louisville has figured some things out. And that's late, what I think it's late in the game. It's, yeah. I mean, it's late in the season. Now. It's late in the season. I think that's what most people were concerned about is will they figure this out because we have there's some major issues that they're having on defense that um, – if they if they did had not figured them out, they were as as uh, Rayshon already said was they were looking at a losing season, mm-hmm. which is something that I think uh, nobody going into this season was expecting, and uh, I think that really would have uh, put them in a bad situation as if there's not enough already going on here. Yeah, right. right. We yeah. needed we needed this is something we needed. This was needed. a band aid for and, everything and, else and, and, in and basketball. Again, and all being that. that it was UK made it more of a of a of a of a, a healing factor, mm-hmm. but. It could have been anybody for this type of win. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was something that the city needed, I believe. Hey, Will and Olivia and Rashawn, let me ask you, you, you guys this question now. So what is all this hurrah about this having a trophy candidate, Lamar Jackson? People are not talking about it as much. Media sample not talking about it as much now, but, but they're talking about it now. Will he have a chance? He will get an invite, correct, to New York City. Is well, that, that correct? I'm not sure of that. Wow. Of what they're saying, which is a travesty. And everybody is sure of that, that that is a wow. travesty. The Heisman, I mean, he, he got all the numbers. He beat, I mean, it's. He beat his own numbers wow. from last they year. He won't get an invite? individual award, I think, at the beginning of the season, they weren't talking about him as much just because the team was not doing as well as it should have. Even though it's an individual award, which I didn't understand. And I, th- I don't think they really like to give it back-to-back. <laughs> no, it's that, only happened what one time. I, I was gonna say, yeah, it's it's only happened one time, and the guy who actually won it that one time, who Archie that, yeah. Ar- Archie Griffin uh, of Ohio State, mm-hmm. is the only uh, two time twi- winner yeah, of the Heisman, times, yeah. and he shouldn't even have won the Heisman twice. The guy who <laughs> actually should have won it twice was OJ Simpson. Right, right. OJ Simpson absolutely got screwed out of of winning a, a second Heisman Trophy. So, um, you know, I mean, Archie Griffin's the only guy who's ever done it. Um, they they've never done it again, and it just you know it's very difficult. Um, but I do think it'll be completely ridiculous if he does not get, get an invite. Yeah. Oh, come he on. yeah, he should definitely invite. get the invite. I, I'll agree with that. Ridiculous. I think they discredit themselves if they don't invite him. Uh, it just it takes away from their credibility. Well, I mean, they, they've already discredited themselves because the the, uh, the O'Brien Award that goes to the top quarterback mm-hmm. included uh, you know three quarterbacks, none of them named Lamar Jackson. <laughs> JT Barrett was on the list. Yeah, JT right, Barrett's yeah. numbers are awful. Um, yeah. So you know, I, I think that it's. It's one of those things where because Lamar hasn't been in the spotlight, even though these are individual awards and even though he won the award last year, they do talk a lot about, uh, you know, what the team's success does, especially for a guy that's trying to win a second Heisman. Right. If you're trying to win a second Heisman, it's about what you do for your team and how far can you elevate your team. But that's what's team. crazy. Our losses and stuff was never on Lamar. Not at all. A defense. Anyway, a defense is, defense. Yeah, defense. And today he included everybody on that team. I mm-hmm. thought that was the most uh, – that was, that was what you should have took away from that game is how he, he shared the ball so well. Mm. Uh, and it wasn't just the Lamar Jackson show. Yeah, it was the University of Louisville show. Right, because you can't stop everybody. No, you can't. You can't. And no, he I was, was aware of that. So he uh, couldn't stop anybody. No. But, you know. <laughs> hey, Will and hey, I mean, uh, Rashawn and Olivia, I gotta, we got this call here. Let's take this call. Okay. Go ahead, caller. Hey, man, how you guys doing? This is Chris Moorhead, the church man. 
Hey, what's going on, Chris? How you doing? Got a little rap for you guys. Event be the main sports for the brain, driving them insane. I can't complain. The event is doing their thing, and they go insane when it comes to the football type game. And Louisville with Lamar, you know he's a superstar. He'll play in the NFL tomorrow. Hey. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But look here, here's what I want, guys. You ought to see me running around the kill store east trying to listen to the game on the radio because we didn't have the SEC network. Oh, wow. <laughs> so so I was selling cars and listening to 790 AM while I'm gassing up the cars. But uh, uh, once that, I think that uh, I think people are not making, I think Lamar Jackson will go down in history as one of the most durable quarterbacks ever think of all the hits and stuff that he took over the years and he never got hurt that's, that's just true. as amazing as his stats i want to hear you guys feedback on that i know you got other callers but uh you know great season for louisville not the best season but they made up at the end and i think that lamar i think it's just haterade man the same haterade that we get when it comes to basketball and Louisville athletics, that national uh, media don't want to give us a recognition because we're a small town compared to the majors like the L.A.s, the New Yorks, and Chicago. I think it's haterade, but anytime you got a guy that's spectacular like uh, Lamar Jackson and you don't, like the, the other commentator, the lady commentator said on your show, when you don't give him a recognition, you bring, you, you bring shame on yourself. Because you're showing that you're a hater. So I just wanted you guys feedback on his durability and all that. Hey, hey, you know what, Chris? And, and I'm just going to say it like this. I haven't spoken on that. I've thought about it. I thought about it actually today that Lamar, um, you know, literally has gone through his whole career. And I don't ever remember him even getting hurt to the point to where he stubbed exactly. the toe or, or had, to be, had to be taken right. out of a play. Right. right. Like, I, I don't I don't remember that ever happening, but I haven't wanted to speak on it. I haven't wanted to talk about it. He's still got one more game left. Uh, you know, some people were asking, well, is he going to do like Leonard Fournette and, and do like, uh, you know, um, uh, sit out uh, the, the, the other kid from uh, Stanford, the running back McCaffrey, McCaffrey yeah. and sit out? Uh, and, and he said, absolutely not. That's never been anything that I, I had planned on doing. That's not anything that I would ever do. I'm not going to leave my team. Um, and, and, you know, I didn't think that would be something that he would no, do. And I was glad to hear him uh, say that. He's a great absolutely. kid. Great kid. Great kid. We're going to take our first uh, break, Livia and Will and Rashawn. It's a big, we got a lot to talk about. And we're going to talk a little about some turkey and some ham. Uh, yes, a couple of days man. ago, man, I'm telling you, man, I, I had a spread. Turkey, UK. <laughs> oh, quit it, Will. I'll quit it, man. Quit it. Right there. There it is. Join there us. Is. You can join us at iTunes Radio and punch into WLOU and uh, 776-1350. You can join the number one sports show for this holiday season, Rashawn, Haven, Will, the love you, Olivia.
step on that field. It's a game faces like mine. And if you don't plan on getting hurt, don't line up on that line. Send y'all to the crib with another L on that record. Oh, y'all going ham? I make y'all my breakfast. Uh, go ahead, scramble that quarterback, and I turn him to pancake. Y'all front line is sugar. I wouldn't put y'all on my cornflakes. Huddle up, call the play, hike the ball, hit the ball, run away, back up, look away, roll on, end zone, celebrate. Fall back, I got a point to prove. Falling like Chad I got nothing to lose. West End Family Dental and Abby Brito State Farm Insurance proudly presents Louisville Legend, A Look Back. With the body of a blacksmith in the hands of a surgeon, Wes Unsell carved his way to the annals of UofL basketball history. After starring at Louisville Seneca High School and winning two state championships, Wes signed to play basketball with the University of Louisville. Wes Unsell's rebounding outlet pass were legendary on the college basketball scene. At UofL, Wes had a career average of 20 points and 19 rebounds. He won All-American honors in both 1967 and 1968. In 1968, Wes was the second overall pick in the NBA draft by the Baltimore Bullets. With a stoic demeanor and an iron resolve to win, Wes took out all centers in the NBA. In 1969, Wes was declared NBA Rookie of the Year and was also the most valuable player. In 1969, 1973, 74, and 75, Wes was an NBA All-Star. In 1978, with Wes at the center position, the Baltimore Bullets won the NBA championship and Wes was awarded the MVP for the finals. In 1988, West was inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. In 1996, West Unsell was declared one of the 50 greatest players to play in the NBA. In 1981, West Unsell's last year in the NBA and finished as the number seven all-time rebounder. After retiring, he moved into the Bullets' front office and coached the Bullets for seven seasons in the late 80s and 90s. After retiring, he moved into the Bullets' front office and coached the Bullets for seven seasons in the late 80s and early 90s. And to date, is still affiliated with the franchise. West Unsell, a true Louisville legend. Back with your number one sports show, Rashawn Myers, and I love you, Olivia, and Will's in the house. And uh, man, this is a, this this is the best time of the year. You got Christmas right around the corner, Rashawn and Olivia, and you got college basketball. You got the, the Cardinals. Why? Hey, matter of fact, I heard you at the press conference yesterday, Rashawn. You sound like a little boy. Oh, I got a question. I was like. Asking questions today, Bobby was in a good mood. I was cracking. I said, "I talk like a little boy, man. You got to talk. You got to talk loud." Hey, I was glad that me and Bobby got through a press conference without any. Yeah, we actually was holding hands and sharing candy. Bobby didn't walk out. Come back in. See what y'all didn't see. What y'all didn't see is off camera after it was over, me and Bobby had a hug and we both closed our eyes and hugged each other. Oh man, made up, made up. Yeah, no man. No, but he was definitely in a better mood. Uh, 
after the game. He so. smiled. That's the first time he I've was. seen him smile after a win. It's what, and that's what he said. He said beating Kentucky just makes his job easier. Yeah. And it, I mean, it does, especially after the season the way it started off. He does. He, like no, it was it was a huge win for Louisville. Um, it was a great way to end the season. You know, I, I continue to say that you know nine and three was a minimum for me. Anything less than that would be a disappointment. And I think that this Louisville season does go under the category of dis- disappointment of what could have been. Because, oh, yeah. you know, well, if the defense in, was playing better, you well, know, okay, earlier. Well, with that in mind, and considering a, a bowl win, with the nine wins and only one extra loss still, consider it dis- making a disappointment. Yeah, I, I, I think it's disappointing just because you, you look Boston at what College, could. But Boston College. I think yeah. Boston College. I, I, I mean, that's true. You know, yeah, Boston College. I feel the same way about North Carolina State. You, you, you I mean, lose I to Boston College. You lose to NC State. You get embarrassed by Wake Forest on the road. Um, you know, it, it becomes a season of you thinking about what could happen because if, if Lamar Jackson and these guys go out there in this bowl game and they whoop up on another SEC team or, or you know, have a big win, then everybody's going to just think about this is the season that they lost where, you know, right. you, you look at the situation, you had Clemson at home, you went on the road and beat Florida State. Mm-hmm. If you take care of business against teams mm-hmm. that you feel that you're better than, Louisville could have been in a playoff. Well, so, I, you know, and, and that's the thing that you're looking at, right? And I, I remember uh, I, I showed uh, a show that uh, that I sat in on with you guys at the beginning of the season, or just before the season started, and uh, a gentleman called in that uh, has the website, um, the Louisville website, and I, I asked oh, yes, him a question inside the Ville, Mike Hughes, about how did he feel about Louisville losing any more than the two games against Clemson and Florida State. And with that, put them out of contention for not just the playoffs, but a major bowl. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I said that I felt like those were the only two games that Louisville could lose and have an excuse for because of how weak their schedule was. Now, you all seem to disagree with me. And he also said that he felt like that those three games they had down in North Carolina mm-hmm. against North Carolina State, North Carolina, and what's the other North Carolina team that they played? Um, Wake, Forest. Uh, Syrac- Wake, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Okay, Syracuse, South Carolina. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, Wake Forest. Mm-hmm. He said that it's going to be hard to come out of North Carolina with three wins against three North Carolina teams. And I said, yeah. I do understand that. But looking at their schedule, you can't excuse any more than the losses against Clemson no. and Florida I State. I mean, if you're no. a Louisville team that considers yourself to be the equal to Florida well, State and Clemson. I don't even think you could excuse Florida State. After the Florida State came out the way they did this that's year, absolutely, it would be. I mean, yes, at the beginning of the season, yeah, that was right, 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 and, right. and that's my point. That's why you look at it as a season loss because you look at the three losses that you have against NC State, Wake Forest, and uh, and uh, Boston College. Those are all three games that you feel you should win, Should've. and you had Clemson at home. Especially, well, especially Boston College at home. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's the thing is that you had Clemson at home, and Louisville had several opportunities early mm-hmm. in that Clemson game. The Clemson game did not get out of hand until the second half. Right. But the problem was Louisville squandered too many possessions early, and the defense couldn't get stops. And and Kelly Bryant, especially in the second half, just tore Louisville apart. I feel like defense couldn't get stops is, is the story at the beginning of our season. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing is, and when you look at how well they're playing now, you just wonder, man, if this team. Was playing better, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, if Louisville was was running the ball with Day Williams and and Malik Williams, and you had these guys healthy earlier, I mean, Day Williams, Louisville didn't have for the first six eight games of the season. Uh, I mean, you know, you didn't did have hurt, Colin Wilson early on. Reggie Bonifant wasn't or, uh, wasn't ready. You had Jair Alexander; he was out. Um, was you, out you know, too. you had a lot and those are of some guys. Things that I don't think people gave them any type of benefit of the doubt for. I mean, you have to consider when you, when some of your major players are out of the game that you're going to suffer, you know, in some areas when you don't have certain people. It's not just as easy to plug and play in certain positions as it is with others. Oh, I, feel I, like I we totally had agree a with lot, you. But I feel like anybody would say, well, that's just football because every team has had injuries this well, year. Well, it's, no, it's so football is a game of attrition. You, right. you have to 100%. have guys. But Louisville just took a severe, a severe yeah, hit. I mean, Jair Alexander got hurt. 
mm-hmm. getting tackled by a kicker in the first game. <laughs> like that's the I mean, dumbest. Way. That, that's the just... dumbest way to get. No, you can laugh at that. That's <laughs> no. the dumbest way to get I hurt. Ever. I tripped. Like I in open like space, you got tackled by a kicker in open space, and you're supposed to be one of the best athletes <laughs> in college football. That's rough. And you got hurt getting tackled by a kicker. Like, that's like embarrassing. That. <laughs> right. no, that's but, I mean, it, it's difficult. It's difficult. You know, it was difficult on Louisville. It was rough the way they started out. Um, you know, so, I mean, you just look at it as, well, at least they're finishing strong. But moving forward, people keep talking about, you know, Peter Sermon, everything is okay. See, it was just the, the fact that these guys are out. Okay, well, yeah, that's true. But also you got to consider the fact that Jair Alexander is probably going to the draft. Yeah. And, you know, the rest of these guys, Stacey Thomas and crew, are all graduating. James Hearns mm-hmm. and all these guys. So if the only reason defense got better is because all these guys are back, okay, well, none of those guys are going to be there next year. Do you trust Peter Sermon without all these guys next year? Because his defense without those guys was, He's already shown. You know, <laughs> was outside the top right. 110. Well, it's this is a perfect segue into a question I've been asking the last few times I've sat in. Mm-hmm. Next year. Uh, if, 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 is there anybody else watching this game today who in that last uh, drive when Jawan Pass took off running mm. with that ball actually thought it was Jamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson? Because I did Baby until Cam. he came to a stop. And I was like, wait a minute, that was not Lamar Jackson. That was Pass. But it was very Jamar, Lamar Jackson-esque. Hey, I'm going to tell you what, Jawan Pass, Poma he's for old. the last few weeks has he's been playing huge very compared to well. Lamar. He's a lot bigger. Oh, he's too, a so monster. Right. Yeah, I mean, at, at 6'6", 235, he's, right. a, he's a whole different kind of monster uh, at the quarterback position. But he has played extremely well. He's passed what? the ball very well. He's run the read option. He's done a lot of things. And I think that seeing him do well has is really, you know, making the little fans at least get excited about the future, understanding that you're still going to have this whole offensive line back next year. Right. Big shout-out to Robbie Bell, who went down with the, mm-hmm. uh, an injury. Hopefully it's not rough, and, you know, it's going to be something that's going to take him out of the bowl game. Mm-hmm. But you have your whole offensive line back, except for possibly I heard them talking about Lacayus McNeil, who's a bit of a, a issue with his family to where he may look to go to the NFL early just to try to start getting paid because he's taking care of his brother. Um, he's kind of the only caregiver. So we don't know what's going to happen with Lucas. But even with that, uh, you have Cole Bentley, uh, the true freshman that played extremely well. You're going to have a great offensive line. You're still going to have a great quarterback in Jawan Pass. You're going to have all these wide receivers back next year. Um, you know, Jalen Smith and Dawkins and uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, you're going to have healthy. all these running, running backs back be besides Reggie yeah. Bonifant uh, and Malik Williams. Both those guys will be gone, but everybody else will mm-hmm. be back. You'll have a healthy Colin Wilson. You have some very nice uh, guys uh, that red shirted as well. So, I mean, you know, Louisville's going to have a very good offense. The big question mark is going to be defensively. Uh, we know that they have a very good uh, defensive line recruiting class. Uh, we know that they're bringing in some guys, but you just don't necessarily replace a Jair Alexander. You know, Rush Yeast, uh, you know, got some experience this year, but it's going to it's gonna be a big question mark of where this, you know, Louisville team is going to go, especially with the 800-pound gorilla in Alabama, uh, you know, lurking oh. and waiting. Uh, you know, first game that, next yeah, year, yeah, Orlando. Right. It's going to be first so, game. Uh, but speaking of Alabama, I do want to give you guys an upset alert. Alabama just went down 26-14 to 14 with eight minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Alabama had the ball, um, turned it over on downs on fourth down. They did not convert a fourth and nine, so now Auburn has the ball back already up. Uh, you know, 12 points right now uh, and sitting at a second and four. So it looks like Alabama may be going down. And with that loss, Alabama will not play in the SEC championship game. So, I mean, there's a lot of things 
um, you know, that oh, they my, could still oh, shake my. out. Yeah, what I mean, because everybody's continued to just paint Dude. Alabama into the playoff. Yeah. And Alabama. now Alabama has no other chance to play. So, I mean, you just bring a lot of question marks. Is Does Alabama at 11-1 and one without, you know, playing in a championship game, do they get in if Wisconsin goes undefeated? I mean, right. you know, what's going to happen with them? What's going to happen with a team like Oklahoma? What's going to happen with so many of these teams that, you know, Will Alabama get pushed out because they, you know, they well, did, didn't like win a championship? They're only number one too, as well, because I don't think this obviously is the best Alabama team. It's just, it's like a a pedigree. It's just like a respect from everything that they've done, even like with Clemson a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean that, that's a great question because I mean, look, you look at it right now. You have uh, a ten and one Georgia team that's going to be right. playing in the SEC championship game, and they should be 10-2 uh, by the time the weekend's out. You have a Georgia team that's going to be sitting at 11-1. and one. You're going to have a Wisconsin team. If they take care of business, they're up big right now, so they're going to go in undefeated. Um, you have Clemson's going to sit at 11-1. and one. Miami, we know that, we, especially if, with the Alabama loss, it's a guarantee that whoever wins the ACC championship game will go, we'll go to the playoffs. Playoff. Right. Uh, there's no question about that. Um, so then you're looking at Oklahoma. You're looking at Wisconsin. Uh, you're looking at uh, Georgia, who's going to be playing Auburn, uh, you know, th- there's going to be some some tough, tough questions. What about the Pac-12 champion? Uh, Pac-12 champion, right now, the highest rated Pac-12 team uh, looks to be um, USC, sitting at 10-2, and two, and they're at 11 right now. So okay. I don't see them making that big of a jump. You have Notre Dame in there. They may be, be able to get back into the conversation. But right now, Georgia, Wisconsin, Oklahoma, Clemson, Miami, uh, and Alabama. Those are the teams that you're looking at. But the question is, will Alabama at 11-1 and be good enough if you have either an undefeated Wisconsin or a one-loss team, uh, you know, in, in you know, uh, uh, Alabama. One of one of the, one of these other teams like Georgia get in over them, so I mean Alabama might be left out for the first time. Like we might actually see a playoff without Nick Saban. I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, they'll, put, they'll put them very in. Very serious. That's the question. Right, that's right. the question. I, doubt it. I mean, very serious. That is crazy. I mean, but that's that's where we're at right now. So you know, th- there's some teams that are celebrating right now. Miami's excited. Clemson's excited. Uh, if Alabama goes on to lose this game. Uh, there could be some shakeup. There might be some new money in the playoff uh-huh. system. I'm tired of seeing Alabama and Ohio Old State. Money. I'm they sick of it, too. Somewhere, Rashawn, I, had a great, I watched a great game last night. Coach Charlie Strong, he fell short at the end. Yes. A I've great, great game. Season. That quarterback yeah. is tough. Yes, no, I, I tell you what, that, that Central Florida and South Florida game was an instant classic. Mm-hmm. It seemed like every time one team kind of got the momentum and right. had it and you thought they had it, then right it was swinging yeah. back the other yeah. way. Uh, and Charlie Strong's team goes down. They tied up. Tied up. They get the two-point conversion and then give up a kickoff a return kickoff touchdown. Return. And that was that that, mm. that did it for Central Florida. Charlie Strong had an opportunity to get the, the Bulls into their first uh, championship game as part of the American Conference. Uh, fell up just a little bit short, but a ten and two season in they his had first a wonderful year. Season. Yeah, I've I been mean, following them all. Season. I'm just glad that Charlie's back in Florida where he belongs. Man, <laughs> well, he didn't I'm belong just saying, out there. After the Boston College uh, game, I watched some highlights when Charlie was there, and I, I was just like, "Where's that defense at? Charlie, yeah. come back, Charlie! Charlie, nah, I miss yeah. you." <laughs> the, the defense, uh, yeah, you, you miss those boys. You, miss, you, you do. You miss the you fellas, miss, the ca- Calvin prior in the fellas but you know I mean it's good to see Charlie go out there I mean it's been it's been a very entertaining college football season we had Saquon Barkley who started out the season looking like Superman and now he's almost an afterthought uh, now all of a sudden ba- Baker Mayfield 
uh, seems to be the Heisman favorite, but he's acting like a knucklehead, uh, you know, <laughs> do, doing all this stuff on the sidelines or whatever. Um, the good thing is it's, I, I believe mm-hmm. that Lamar Jackson will get an invite back to New York, and mm. I think he deserves at least that. Uh, with the season that he's had, to be able to go back to New York and at least be there for the Heisman ceremony, I think that's only fair. He's an amazing athlete. Um, he's going to run for over 1,500 yards again this season. Um, he's going to have around 3,500 yards passing this season. Just an amazing – Could you know, Bobby Petrino said he thinks he's the greatest college football player, offensive player ever. Mm-hmm. And – it's hard for well, me to argue. Well, I think that's another that. thing. Like with the way Johnny Manziel was, with the way Baker Mayfield has been the past few weeks, another reason that I think Lamar. I mean, just him as a person, he's so humble. I mean, he's such a good guy. He's so polite. Every game he's out there playing with the kids and all that. You wouldn't see Baker Mayfield. Obviously, we saw what Baker Mayfield did with the kids. So <laughs> I just don't understand. No, I mean, you know, it it is it, it unfortunately does become a little bit a, a little bit more political and a little bit more about just the fact that they don't like giving out a second Heisman. Mm-hmm. And some people ask, you know, is Lamar going to come back? Do you think he'll play another season? I just don't see it happening. You know, why, so, so, why should he? I mean, right now he's getting he's starting to get a ton more love as being considered the first pick in the draft. And I knew this would happen where a lot of people would hate on him early. Um, but you know, Cleveland Browns have that number no. one pick. I don't know how. <laughs> That's Louisville how quarterbacks fans, go to die. Yeah, we no. had this talk. You I don't know if Louisville fans there. are necessarily going to like the fact that you tell, know. tell them up to the Redskins. Nah, we'll take well, no, we'll they, take y'all got Kirk Cousins. Oh, you know, God. the Redskins, the Redskins, Redskins had a big win. They beat the Giants. Know, they, you know, they beat the Giants on Turkey Day. So you should be happy about that. Lamar Jackson would be my pick. But yeah, you better believe that Lamar Jackson sweepstakes is only going to go up. I think that that. Josh Rosen, uh, the, the kid out at um, uh, UCLA, I think he's probably the only, you know, what I would consider better better prototype passer. Um, mm-hmm. I think that he's he's a kid that you know you can build around, and maybe that's the guy that uh, that the Cleveland Browns might look at with that first pick. Hopefully, um, look at him. I don't look want him. Lamar Jackson. But, no, but, no, <laughs> but you know, Lamar Jackson Wh- whoever is whoever he is. He, he's um. he's gonna go to the. He's gonna kill it in the interview sessions. He's gonna go right. out there. He's gonna be a workout freak. Um, you know, people are going to be looking at that forty-yard dash time, just oh, want to see how fast he runs that forty in. Imagine, and imagine the ratings like for the combine. It's going to be like Michael Vick over again. It's going to be like because I remember all that hoopla around Michael Vick when he went to the combine and his mm-hmm. testing, and everybody's just eyes just popped out of their head. Right. And I think Lamar Jackson's going to get a lot of that same. And now, stuff. now that they televised the combines, imagine, imagine the ratings. Oh, it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's going to everybody's going to want to see what Lamar does with everything. Right. On the uh, flip side of everything, we're going to talk some my. What I love the most, college basketball. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about your, your your president. Oh, Lord. He visited Tiger Woods. It wasn't a pleasant visit for Tiger Woods uh-huh. and your president as well, too. Rashawn, Olivia, and Will. We're going to talk about my main man, DP in the building. Your Louisville Cardinals, what are they, 16, 17 now? No, rating, ratings, or something like that? 18. Yeah, they're, they're, they're on like the way that. up. They're number 18. And, and man, they're doing good. We're going to talk about your Cardinals up next. Look at this angle. Who does he go upstairs? 
very high praise to the big O. Yes, yes. And this kid's only a sophomore. What happens to him a lot? He plays out of control. He's been playing the point guard, which isn't his position. Now, once Williams became eligible, now he goes to number two position. Responding to Start your Black Friday early. Make the smart choice and switch to Sprint and get a new Samsung Galaxy S8, S8 Plus, Note 8, or S8 Active with 50% off your lease. That's right, the hottest Samsung devices, 50% off. Plus, with Galaxy Forever, you can upgrade to the latest Galaxy anytime after 12 lease payments. And when you switch to Sprint, you get the best price for Unlimited. $25 per month per line for a family of four, plus get a fifth line free. That's 50% off Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. You also get 10 gigabytes of mobile hotspot in HD, so you can stream your favorite holiday movies, music, and games. So stop by your local Sprint store, Sprint.com slash Holiday Deals, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Requires 18-month lease and new line savings via monthly credit applied within two bills. Early termination results in remaining balance due after 131.19. Pay $38 a line per month with auto pay. Excludes taxes, surcharges, and roaming. Compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited rates, AT&T Unlimited Plus Plan and T-Mobile One Plus Plan for five lines. Carrier features differ. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Subject to credit and $30 activation fee. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply. Okay, let's go over our Macy's Black Friday shopping strategy. First, set the alarm. Check. Can't miss these doorbusters. Look for big savings. Designer shoes, men's and women's coats. Leave no sale unturned. Beauty sets, great home items. And take an extra 10 to 20% off select items with our Macy's Carter Savings Pass. Ready? Let's go! Victory is ours! Shop Macy's Black Friday doorbusters 5 p.m. till 2 a.m. Thanksgiving, 6 a.m. till 1 p.m. Friday. Savings off sale prices. Exclusions apply. We're back with your number one sports show, Olivia and Rashawn and Wills in the building. And Olivia, I love what David Pageant is doing with them Cardinals. I love it, what he's doing. Are they, are they believing in him, Rashawn and Olivia? Are they believing in him? Hey, I'll tell you what, Jay. They, they, they are, it is a work in progress. Um, I'll I tell you Which what. we all knew it was going to be. Of course, absolutely. You know. I mean, you have a first-time head coach. You have a team that's, gonna, that's trying to work in five newcomers. Um, you know, and, and you have some some guys that are returning, but mm -hmm. you know you have a VJ King who's not really used to being in the spotlight. Now mm -hmm. he he's being expected to pick up mm -hmm. and do more. Um, Ray Spalding no longer has Jalen Johnson there to kind of work with at the power forward spot. So now it's on Ray to do everything. They're looking for more from Manas Mahmood. Mm -hmm. um, you know, th there's a lot of things going on with this team and a lot of new faces and new places. There's no Donovan Mitchell to lean on, so now right. it's all about Dinga Dell. The only guy whose job really hasn't changed is Quinn Snyder. Mm. I mean, he's the only yeah. guy who's pretty much used to what he's doing, knows what he, he needs to job. do. one job, same job. Yeah, so, I mean, he it, w with that, it's going to be it's gonna take some time. And I'm going to tell my Louisville fans now, folks, understand this. Louisville's going to lose some games. They'll probably lose the game on Tuesday when they head up to West Lafayette. To really? Game. Purdue? I, yeah, I mean. Wow. I mean, Purdue's no, a very on, good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say this before you go that far. My Hilltoppers, Western Kentucky University. Yeah. They beat Purdue. Absolutely. Thursday night. They did. 
And then Purdue came out the next night and beat the number two Arizona Wildcats by about 20 points. Well, my point being that Purdue is a very beatable team. I, 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 and I congratulations would, to my Hilltoppers. And, 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 and I give them that, that they did in the Battle for Atlantis over there in the Bahamas. They got it done. But this is going to be at Purdue's home uh, court right. in West Lafayette, Indiana. And they don't lose a lot of games there. And they are still they still remember what happened that game last year with Louisville beating them. Um, and, you know, granted um, – you know, the, the, the teams have changed a, a little bit. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily the exact same team, uh, but there's going to be a lot of motivation, especially considering Purdue lost two straight games uh, in the Battle for Atlantis, even though they did come back and get the win over Arizona, um, who lost three straight games. Yeah. Like, that that was rough. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a rough time, and that's what folks have to understand. This is going to be David Padgett's first time on the road. Uh, this is going to be Louisville as a team their first time on the road. Right. You've been getting a lot from freshmen uh, Darius Perry as well as Jordan Wara as well as the uh, transfer yeah, uh, Dwayne Sutton. Those kids have carried Louisville mm-hmm. in a couple of these games early. Yeah. But freshmen on the road in their first road environment, I've it seen a lot depend- of things We're going to have to wait and see how they respond. Yeah, I mean, but that's the thing. It's like my thing with Padgett. Like, I still feel like these a lot of them are Rick's boys, Rick's recruits. Like, I don't think it's going to be fair for us to assess him just off this season. Yeah, I mean, it, it, at it's, all. it's it's uh, unfair. It's going to be fair and unfair because I mean, at the end of I mean, the day, going it's going to have to happen because well, I that's going to be like game time to sit, like seeing him, you know, in the last two minutes of a close game, what he's going to do, yeah, call stuff like and, that. But actually, like, because we should be okay just off chemistry of, of our players being together, anyways. You would think so. For the years. You would think so. Well, we would hope so. But but I mean, but the thing is, I think <laughs> with this Louisville team and what you're going to see is that there's going to be moments of growth where you see uh, this team do a lot of things really well and then they're going to have moments where they seem to not be able to really get it together and I think because they're playing such a difficult schedule I mean Louisville plays a murderer's row mm-hmm. uh, you know the, like, the, they have Purdue Seton Hall is a yeah. team that is very very good yeah. I've seen them as a dark horse for the final four they play Seton Hall coming up I believe on December 9th um, they no, have Indiana, Indiana. Oh, excuse Indiana, me, Indiana on December 9th they have uh, Seton Hall I want to say the 11th Something like this, around around, around mm-hmm. the same time. Um, but they have some very difficult games in the pre-conference. Of course, they have Kentucky coming up on Friday afternoon. For whatever reason, they put that game on a Friday afternoon when not, everybody's not off work, which was just stupid <laughs> to me. But they have Kentucky yeah, that coming up that, that, game is, uh, that day as well. Uh, they also have, of course, the whole ACC schedule. Duke, who looks like absolutely wow, the best team in the country. Marvin Bagley the third. If you have not... Taking the time. I know you may hate Grayson Allen. I know you may hate Coach K. I know you may hate that mascot to death. But let me tell you something. If you are a basketball fan and you have not watched Duke and seen Marvin Bagley the third play, you are doing yourself a disservice. This young man is one of the best college basketball players I've ever seen. I mean, he is absolutely amazing. He's a 6'11", small forward. He can handle the ball. He shoots it, rebounds like a demon. He's averaging about 28 points and 15 rebounds for Duke this year as a freshman. Like wow, he's, that's he's, impressive. Yeah, like 28 and 15 in college. Like, that just doesn't happen. No. <laughs> I mean, the kid is just all kinds did of – Especially as a freshman. Oh, I mean, this Duke team is very good. Wendell Carter is a monster. Trayvon Duvall, the point guard, is outstanding. Uh, They, of course, have Grayson Allen out there. Gary Trent Jr., the number one shooting guard in the country. He's a very good player as well. They still have Marcus Bolden, last year's number one center. Um, Duke is an impressive team. Um, uh, Alex O'Connell, uh, a kid that Louisville recruited very, very heavily, um, a six-six shooting guard. Um, he actually ended up committing to Duke. His dad played at Duke. 
Coach right. Patino wanted O'Connell very badly, but once Duke went ahead and gave him the scholarship offer, oh, he was hit. Once Nike cut the check bigger than a Duke. <laughs> I mean, it, it was going to happen, but uh, no, Duke looks good, and David Patch is going to have to face Duke. They're going to have to face North Carolina, Roy Williams. Uh, they, they have looked very good so far. So, I mean, we're going to know a whole lot about David Patch. I know you say it may not be fair, but... You know what? Only the strong survive. It's going to be like the, the, the Lord of the Flies for all my old school people out there. Only the strong survive. Now, speaking of the uh, the whole debacle with the Adidas and such, the young man who was initially said that he was cleared and now they're saying that he's not cleared. Can you give us some clarification on that? Yeah. Brian well, Bowen. Well, 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 Brian Bowen um, was cleared by the FBI. Um, that That is true. Um, but the issue is that Louisville has basically just decided that they're going to move on and yeah, not play Brian Bowen. Bowen. Okay, so but it wasn't the NCAA to say he was ineligible. No, Louisville no, just Louisville wanted to cut their losses. Basically, and, and, and I don't know. I, I think this smells to me more like a university decision than it does a academic decision. Like I, I don't think that the um, because everything that we heard from David Paget and, and what we've heard from Charlie uh, Charlie Tyre Vince Tyre um, was that. You know, they were still going through the process of seeing what was going on with Bowen. But I have a feeling that the administration basically just said, um, no, we're not going to. Which can be seen as I feel like a they would just they'd be talking about it. You know, every time he'd be on the, on the court, they'd right. be bringing it up. And, so they and just wanted. Exactly. And that's why I would say it can be seen from, as a wise decision from many Yeah, angles. I mean, because a lot of people figured that instead of going through this and then upsetting chemistry, let's say Bowen goes through and then gets eligible or then to find out know, that there is some things to be concerned right. about yeah it's just better that they just went ahead and they said you know what if you we're going to go ahead and release you now that right. way you can transfer you know at the end of the first semester that way you will be eligible second semester uh next year you wouldn't have to sit out a full gotcha. season so i think that's that was the thought process behind it i mean some people have said that bowen's gonna possibly just go ahead and make his way to the nba anyway um you know so we'll have to wait and see what happens with that um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's what's going on with Brian Bowen. Louisville's basically moved on from that. Uh, anything else in terms of the scandal, what's going on with the uh, the NCAA reviewing the appeal, that's going to be heard. Vince Tyree was on radio this week. He said that's going to happen mid-December. Um, so once that appeal is heard, they're probably going to wait another 60 days before they come out with something. So as I've said, they're probably not going to come back with a resolution on this appeal until April. Um, what would be my guess would be after the uh, the basketball tournament is done. So we'll see what happens with that. And, this and is as far the, the Katina Powell scandal. Yes, it's okay. Katina Powell. And then as far as the FBI scandal, um, nothing's gonna really happen with whoa, that. Whoa, 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 scandal! He was cleared, man. Back off. No, no, he is. He was personally cleared. Yeah, University man, of Louisville wasn't cleared of anything. Uh, and, and you know that that whole situation is not going to be resolved until the FBI, if the FBI decides to release their wiretaps and the, the information that they have, which they have not said that they are going to do. Um, so we don't know what's well, going to happen with, with that. other schools, correct? Come out with the other schools that are in like violations. Or yeah, violations. as they make arrests. But as far as the information that they've obtained via wiretaps and other things, they don't have to release any of that information. Nobody at U of L was charged with anything. No, no, no. I mean, you know, other so as than far as I'm concerned, them guys are innocent. No, no. Well, that if I, there was a crime committed, somebody would be charged. <laughs> yeah, no. I, and we can all agree to that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think that yeah, Louisville could happen in time. It's it's gonna ha at some point. I mean, like I said, I, that investigation has not even begun right. yet. Um, so I mean that that's gonna be somewhere down the road. Like I said, that may not we not may not see a resolution on that, or at least even charges come up on that for at least a couple of years. So you know, people that are all worried about oh you know Louisville's gonna miss a tournament this year and next year. Mm -mm. 
We're a long way a lot, out from right. that. It's not even, I mean, this Katina Powell, look at this Katina Powell thing. This Katina Powell happened, you know, this thing happened two years ago. And, you know, that that is just now getting to the point where the um, phase of having to actually sit games or whatever is just happening right now. Yeah. So, I mean, you got a long, it's a long process. It's a long process. So, uh, just, just keep tight with that. But as far as the team goes, um, Louisville looks good. Uh, you know, it's going to take some time. Dingadell is a star. Yes. He's a star. Um, I, I think you can count on him. Darius Perry um, is an old-school Rick Pitino guard. Very good defender. Bulldog, um, he gives those guys energy. Jordan War is probably the most um, – He looks the, amazing He's already. the biggest surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to, to be able to have a 6'8 forward that can go out, shoot it the way he does. But I tell you what, the thing he's been really – great about he's rebounding the ball very well he's a lot better defensively than what i thought rick patino found him well, a diamond in, in the yeah, he's in the whole game but i'm i'm excited to see how he is going to respond at purdue I'm, i want to yeah. see him away i want to see all the freshmen on the road i want to yeah. see sutton i want to see perry um it can get crazy in west lafayette those kids that student oh. section is one of the best it reminds me a lot of vanderbilt um it's kind of a weird shaped arena and the sight lines are kind of odd, and, the, and the, it's it's kind of odd just the way it's it's not Set your normal up. gym. Right. So that kind of can sometimes throw the kids off. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see how that goes there and playing a, a Purdue team that you know is top twenty five or at least they were before. They lost two straight, including to the Go Big Red. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to see what happens with that, man. But uh, you know, it, it's going to be exciting. Kentucky, um, of course, they, they lost to Michigan State. They've come back and. Beating the teams that they're supposed to lost beat to so Kansas. far. Kansas. Uh, excuse me, lost to, uh, to Kansas. Um, and then they've come back and beaten the teams they're supposed to beat. I don't really have a take on them yet. I know they the, the big kid, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, they're still waiting to get him back. He's kind of a big forward, uh, a lot like Kevin Knox. He can do a lot of things inside and outside. Um, I really don't have a good take on them yet. I think that they are really young. I think they have some talent. Um, you know, they played really well against Kansas, but then they've come back to play against some of these kind of basement-dwelling teams, and they're once again playing down to their competition where they're mm -hmm. in games late into the second half where you wouldn't expect a team with that type of talent to have to be that. Um, but I do. I have been impressed with Kevin Knox. He's been nice. Hamadou Diallo, great athlete. Still not sure he's a <clears> basketball <throat> player. I think he'd be a great football player. Give, <laughs> give, give me him at tight end. And Tyler I'll give Cruz. you a Pro Bowler. He's, he, he, he goes to Pro Bowl as a tight end. I don't know if he's a basketball player, but he is a great athlete. He reminds me a lot um, of uh, uh, Tony, um, uh, the, the defensive player for the, uh, the, Minnesota, the, the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, Tony, uh, to oh, what's his name? Uh, really good defensive player. He's, just, he's, just, he's very Tony long. Allen. Tony Allen. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Uh, Tony Allen, very long, rangy defensive player. Um, that's where he needs to make his hay. I think he still thinks he's an offensive player right now. Um, and it's tough for guys who were in high school. He was considered to be the number one shooting guard prospect. Right. You know, he was used to scoring all the points. But you got to kind of understand is as you change leagues and you go up in level. Well, when you're the star on the team and then you're joining other stars, it, you have it, to learn your you role. you got to learn your role. And he yeah. needs to become that defensive stopper for Kentucky. That needs to be his job. It's just go out there and shut down the other team's best player. Uh, but Kentucky has a lot of talent. I mean, they, they have a lot of good players. They always do. What's new? I was about to say, yeah, what's I, new? I mean, yeah. but the, this team is just so young. Kentucky is the youngest team in basketball. I heard that this before, year. too. I mean, that, that this is even for Calipari, though. I mean, when you're talking about your only two guys with returning 
uh, with returning experience. One of those guys, Saka Kalea Jones, did not play in a single game after January 24th. And then then your other player, Winyan Gabriel, um, you know, didn't start the last 15 games well, of the season. Well, this is the bed that it's, Calipari has made. So right. it's time for him to sleep. And, you know, it's, 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 well, he knew this was coming eventually. Absolutely. I mean, it's, so, it's No, it's I'm tough. not going to give him any buy. That's it. I mean, so, you know, we'll have to see. Kentucky's going to be a progress wait and see. Um, you know, that they're going to have some more tests coming up soon. Um, but but it's, it's been very interesting. It, it's been a good, nice season so far. The only thing I know right now is that Duke's really good. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I know I feel pretty safe about that pick. But other than that, I have no idea who's going to be. It's um, going to be like the, the college football. It's just going to be Absolutely. Crazy it's going to be crazy. crazy. Well, something you just said uh, I think would be a good segue into a question I have. You said some tests coming up. Uh, any updates? Olivia, I know that you follow the NFL. You kind of give us the uh, rundown on how things are going in the NFL. Any updates on, on Bridgewater and when he Eddie. might see some playing time? I mean, they have him suited up on the sideline, but the way that Case Keenum's going, they don't want to disturb that momentum. Case right. Keenum is balling. Yeah, I know. Well, no, no, no. And the it, whole it team is in a, in a like groove the, right now. Well, on Thanksgiving, like nothing against him, but I was like, throw like four interceptions. Like, I want Teddy in the <laughs> right. game. Like, you know what's funny, though? I think that the even the Minnesota Vikings management – I like happy We're they're shocked. winning, but still but would like, like to see what Teddy has. We really wish you would mess up so, so we, we can see Teddy what in. we got yeah. with Teddy in because they can't get Teddy into a game because Minnesota can't. And they right have to make Minnesota. a decision on him. Yeah. They have to make a decision. So, I mean, they can only make the decision if you see what if the man can do. you see what can do. And Case Keenum is right. just – the kid has, like, just gone into another world. Case Keenum ain't never played this well. No. Well, he's fighting yeah. for his spot. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he's it's crazy. Case Keenum has, like, nine wins on his record. He fight hard at Houston. So, I mean, I don't know what – Lit a fire in his it's crazy. Games, it's crazy. So, I mean, don't know what's going to happen with that. Haven's Cowboys are just, you know. It, Olivia's it's just, Patriots stomped the, the, your Raiders. I just want to throw that out there. Yes, I third Yes, yes the, the, the Patriots got it done. My Raiders. Who is going to retire Brady in that uh, game? Who yeah, is my, bro- my brother was yeah. a big Raiders fan. Rest oh. in peace, big squeak. But it, Oh, I'm man. trying to keep them up for you, brother. But they they just won't do it. Yeah, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders are ready to go home and go to sleep. I don't know what happened, man. They just they they can't get it together. Um, you know, we did talk about the fact that uh, Jay has his Redskins. They did all right. They got a win over the Giants. They're still. You know, fighting for a playoff spot just down to 500 to 5-6. I, mean, I still That's have okay. my brother's Tahoe, and inside of it, it's Raiders everything. Floor match, really? Stan Will cover, everything. That's and, because and, they No, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. It's an ugly football team. People see me getting out of the truck. It's an ugly football team. Everybody sees all that Raiders stuff. I try to hurry up and jump out the truck and close the door. You need to be proud of that. That's the greatest logo in football. That's an ugly football team. That's an ugly football team. That's the coldest uniforms in football. They play like they got two eye patches on. That's the uh, (laughs) only thing, man. They need to get that together. Yeah, yeah. Auburn has officially defeated Alabama. Yep, number one went down. So there we go. So now it's set up. Auburn and Georgia. So. Bama, the Crimson Tide, no longer, you know, hold control their own destiny. So the conference championships are next weekend? Hey, but you know what, y'all? Appreciate everybody who listened. Appreciate everybody on Facebook Live for checking in and like we like to end every show without any struggle. There is no progress. Peace. I'm out the blue. I'm out the blue. Had my eyes on the throne since I came to this earth. Greatness, I'm destined for more than the universe. I'm a king. Boss, rule everything that's a thing on my work Put in work, 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 work I run the turf like a running back Hit me the ball and I ran it back Go every time like I'm in the set I run the team, call me quarterback I ain't come from the bottom but still had to grow